Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tammy for a Change. Today, I have with me a trauma specialist who helps women reclaim their health, wealth, and relationships and boldly show up, be seen, and lead. I just think that that's amazing. The first thing I want to start with is a quote. I found this quote. I'm a quote girl. And I want to start with that. It's from Hannah Gadsby. And she says, there's no, nothing stronger than a woman who has rebuilt herself. So welcome, Laura Patricia Martin. Hi, I love that quote. It is so true. Isn't it great? And if you would just start by telling the listeners a little bit about yourself and how you became that woman that rebuilt herself. Yeah. So I always say that I'm like an accidental entrepreneur because that was never my intention. I had been through lots of like big T trauma in my life growing up. And then after unexpectedly losing my mom to addiction, I found myself running away to Thailand to quote unquote, find myself. But if you don't deal with your trauma, it doesn't really matter where you're located. You are going to be in a nice stickle pickle. Um, and I ended up, you know, heavily getting into drugs and partying and all these kind of things that really wrecked my health. And it was one of those rock bottom moments. I was 24 years old. I didn't know what, or yeah, I was 24 and I didn't know what I was going to do and where I was going to go. And one of my friends was like, well, you have a really disordered relationship with food. Why don't you go study it? So my journey started with nutrition. That's my first brand that I created. And it wasn't that I was trying to create a company. It was just, I started to heal myself and people because I was in the fitness world. I was very, I've always been an athlete. So I was always in the fitness world, even though I was like this crazy party or two. Um, and it wasn't until people started to see me move out of that party phase that they were like, Hey, can we pay you to learn how you did that? And it literally just started from there. And it was this whole thing of like me trying to save my own life because I was really into drugs and I was in a domestically violent relationship. And if I didn't get my stuff together, I was going to, you know, it's those choices of I either save myself or I go down a path that has a shorter expiration date than I like. And it just was one thing after the other. And I realized all my health issues were because of my, you know, nervous system dysregulation and really got me into this whole gut brain connection field and then polyvagal theory. And then I went and I, you know, started to study trauma and just really one of my ways of coping was the whole self-knowledge piece. Like, let me figure out why I am the way I am so I can stop repeating these cycles. And then therefore my business just bloomed from there. And I was able to openly share this stuff and help hundreds of women's and create companies and speak around the world and do things like that. And it just, like I said, it was an accident, but it was a, it was a beautiful accident at the end of the day. <laughs> that is so amazing. I absolutely love that story. Um, and your, your brand is healing to happy, which I really like that name. That's great. Um, I'm going to start a little bit, you know, Tammy for a change was founded because I wanted um, to put more good into the world. I wanted, you know, I felt like the world needed more gratitude and positivity and optimism. And I wanted to put that out there any way that I could. Um, so I'm just, you know, it seems like your whole kind of your brand, your, what you do with videos, what you do for your job, your business um, is lifting up others. And is that also, is the answer in the question that that's also how you lift up yourself? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's even one of those things like 
me going, because life will still happen, right? It's not just because you go through the quote unquote journey that all of a sudden life is this hunky dory place. But like, even now, like I'm navigating a breakup, but going through that and having my brand, it reminds you who you are, you know, at your core and your mission and your belief. And, you know, the, to speak on that, like the first rendition of my company was an entire trauma response. Like it was trying to outrun those pieces of myself and to like, quote unquote, prove myself. Like we're not a druggie. We're not lost. We're not this. And now in this like second 2.0 version that we're in with our company, it's more so an amplification of what you already are and a remembering of what you already are. Instead of having to become something that you're not, it's just, let's actually look at yourself and start to feel more at peace with that. So yeah, definitely. It's just this, uh, it's just this reminder all the time. (laughs) You know, in this kind of world where everything is on social media and you're out in front of there and you desire to be out there, but everybody compares themselves to others. How do you, what's your strategies for not doing that? I mean, it's not to say I don't do it. It's I catch myself when I do it, right? Like it's, I've cleaned up my feed. I can feel in my body when I start to get in that comparison mode. And it's not to say it doesn't happen, but this is why I love masterminds and I love mentors and I love having a good community in that way. Cause you could run in and pick the Brene Brown. This is the story that I'm telling myself and walk through that whole thing. And then your friends or your mastermind sisters or what have you reflect it back to you. And they're like, no, that's not where you're at. But like, it's, it's being that also understanding when we live in a social media age and we see this whole aspect of people that trigger us, it's actually realizing that that's just inviting the part of ourselves that we want to come alive, right? Like that's all I see is jealousy as, or comparison as it's just this, oh, I want that part in my life. And now I'm jealous because I don't have it. But if we just kind of switch that on its head, it's like, oh, like she has it. How about me too? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, but I think that when we're, when we're looking at someone else and we're saying that's, that's not me, but I want that, you know, aren't we just the things that we hate or maybe not, maybe hates too strong of a word, but the things that we see that we don't like in someone else is really it's really that reflection of what we see in ourselves that we want to improve, isn't it? Exactly. That's that whole judgment piece, right? Like one of the core things that I've been working on is judgment. Like that's one of my deepest shadows is like this, like, I know better. Blah, blah, blah. Of course, in the self-help work, that's what we always think. Yeah. Um, and knowing that this whole judgment piece is actually just a part of yourself that you haven't claimed. So like flipping that on the head, jealousy for the things that we don't have. Yes. But also when we see judgment in other people, it's just a reflection of those wounds that we haven't healed too. You know, so it's really turning in these emotions when it's going outward to really reflect in like, what is this bringing up in me that hasn't yet been healed in whatever capacity that is. Absolutely. Let me ask you one of the normal, I shouldn't say normal, but the questions that I like to ask every guest is what was the last random act of kindness you did for someone? Ooh, I mean, I keep food in my car for the homeless that I drive past. So I would say probably that. Yeah. Where do you live? I live in Dallas, Texas. So there's a lot of homeless. There's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we are always talking about putting kindness into the world and doing random acts of kindness for other people. I feel like that comes up pretty often in the self-growth industry. But what was the last random act of kindness you did for yourself? 
Ooh, it's funny. We were just talking about this inside of my mastermind this morning. Um, really? Yeah. So I, a, I know. So like, I don't know. Everyone I know is like in a funk this week. Like, it's yeah, just, so yeah, I mean, it's the new moon. It's the eclipses. Like, I don't know if you're into the cosmos and things like that, but like very much energy is heavy, especially with everything going on in the world. And so yesterday I was just like, okay, instead of, you know, the standard push hustle kind of culture that we're into. I'm like, how about we just like, I had zoom calls that I was not speaking in. I just was a part of them. And I was like, how about we just take a bubble bath and eat an ice cream sandwich while we have that playing in the background. That's awesome. I like that. And you know, sometimes it is that it's just turning off. You know? Exactly. And like, now I feel like I'm not saying I'm hundred percent better today, but like just having that, like, oh, like you're just a human going through a human moment right now. Like that does not mean your business is going to blow up or like you're forever going to be stuck in this bubble, but it's like, how can I nurture myself today? And that for me meant eating a Trader Joe's ice cream sandwich in the bathtub. <laughs> I'm really glad that you brought that up because I feel like so many people are in a funk right now. It seems like that I've been hearing that a lot too. And I live in Wisconsin, you know, completely different parts of the world, but I've been hearing the same thing. And, and then we're having dreary weather. So that, you know, adds to it, at least it does for me. And so I think it's good that you brought up that, you know, you, you do have to pamper yourself once in a while and it, it's okay to do that. You have to allow yourself that that time to heal even if it's from something very small oh yeah for sure like even some of the girls in the mastermind I was telling them I'm like go through a temper tantrum like you're mad right now go do it like how we used to do as a kid like just go and express whatever your body wants to have come out of its body like go do it and they're like oh my god yes yeah like we just need permission slips in in life and it's like here (laughs) go and do the thing that your body wants you to go do right now here you go So everyone who's listening, or you're getting a permission slip from Laura and I right now to go do what you need to do for yourself. Um, so as we as we talk about what the world needs more of on Tammy for a change, you know, I, I get so many different answers. But when you look at the world, just you, one thing, not a whole list, but what do you think the world needs more of right now? I would say compassion. I think we don't have enough compassion for the other people. We very much view our world and our truths as the only truth. And it's getting us into a lot of conflict and competition and anger and feeling like we don't belong and all these kind of feelings that come up. And if we could just give the compassion that we pray for, you know, that would change a lot of people's perspectives. So I'm curious, you help women reclaim health, wealth, and relationships. Um, Why do you, why is it just women? Yeah, I mean, so there has been men, right? But I can relate to women way more. And to be honest, half the time when I work with men, it's often they're hitting on me. And it got to be a boundary I had to start putting up and things of that nature. And even if they do want help in certain arenas, like I can speak to men in a broader sense, say if it's a speaking engagement or if it's a group or it's things like that. But I personally haven't had the best experiences as a leader in that field where my boundaries weren't crossed with men. So I kind of just had to put that in there. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, you said that you kind of 
were an accidental entrepreneur, but what do you know, what was that moment when you went from, I'm just going to be party girl and live my life to, no, I'm going to flip this switch and help other people become better. Yeah. Fantastic question. So when I was, we're going to go way back when I was four years old, my dad asked me like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I had told him, I want to change the world. And I thought that meant nursing. And then my mom, like every woman in my family was a nurse, but I saw blood and I was like, absolutely not the profession <laughs> I want to do. <laughs> and then I mean the trauma and the things I've always had that passion to help other people. Like, I didn't know what that meant. Um, but my, you know, life blueprint that I had for my life was not matching the reality of what I was living, obviously. Um, and when I was at that bottom rock bottom moment at 24, I mean, I remember it, like it was the lowest I've ever been. I was contemplating my life. I was just had gotten in a physical altercation with my partner. Um, I was out sitting on the balcony. It was one of those reflection moments of like, it's not that I want to end my life. It's just, I cannot keep living this way. Like future tripping being like, if I continue down this path, I don't think I'm going to make it to 25. Yeah. I genuinely don't. There's like notes written in my phone being like, I don't think I'm going to make it to the age of 25. Like it's weird to look back at those things now and then looking at it going, or I can choose this other direction. And that one looks really hard. And I have no idea what that means, but you know, thinking like what it was for me was like thinking of my brother, my brother's a year and some change older than me, just being like, he can't lose his best friend, his mom and his baby sister. Like that can't happen to him. And from there it started, like I was sat down with my friend at a cafe the next day, like I said, and she's the one that suggested, you know, going and learning about food. And it was just one foot in front of the other, you know, because it got to that point being like, I've seen the other end and it took a long time. I'm not going to lie. Like I was still doing the health stuff and the party stuff and they were coinciding, but because I started to, and you see this with addiction, right? You get into addictions because you feel like you don't have a purpose and you don't belong. So you use drugs, alcohol, whatever, to amplify your experience, to give you that false sense of belonging. Right. So I was witnessing that, but then I was also getting a purpose. You know, I started to eat better. I started to understand myself. I started to dive into these different practices and theories. And from there, because I started to have more belief in myself, I was able to ask for more help. And that's what led me into, you know, Al-Anon and CODA and support groups for people, you know, in partnership with addicts, which my partner was. And it just kind of happened, you know, but it was that moment at 24 that everything, it was like, you know, reality is you can't keep living a life like that. You know, like it really does have a short, like they tell you like in the 12 steps, it's like, it's either the grave, jail, or sobriety. Like those are your three options when you have a lifestyle like this. And so it was like, "Hmm, none of those sounds good to me. So let me choose the other (laughs) one that sounds really hard, but, you know, believing fully that, you know, even now, when I think of my story, it's like, I know I didn't go through that just for me, you know, and I've always felt that like, there's some story to some day tell. Um, yeah. Going. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, you know, I I'm sure there's somebody out there right now who's going through the exact same thing, who's on that, you know, curb, thinking or that deck or whatever, thinking, you know, I can't keep going like this, and I don't know what the other option is. So, you know, good. I mean, I just really give you a lot of props for just 
being that person that could flip that switch because not everybody can do it. And I'm glad you brought it up. And thanks for being so open about that. Of course. I mean, I, I wish I would have heard more people talk. The more that I'm in their rooms now, I know there's so many people and that's why I love podcasts because that's what helps me, you know, like hearing other people going through it, even though I couldn't fully admit it to myself and I couldn't admit it to the people around me. Like no one knew what was going on inside of me, but when you really like, I don't know, hear a podcast or hear something on YouTube or here's, you know, some like Instagram thing, you're like, oh, like I'm not alone, which means if they can do it, maybe there's hope for me. And I don't really know what that means, but let me look for some resources. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's so true that, and I've, and I ask myself the same questions, you know, why, why should anybody listen to me? What do I know? And then I think, no, you know, there's a million podcasts out there, but there's not Tammy for a change out there yet. And not Laura Patricia Martin out there yet until you do it. And it's that um, thing that resonates with you that you don't even, you can't even name it. It's not a, something that you can put a name on, but you know that because I listen to this person or that person, whether it's Tammy or whether it's Laura or whether it's Lewis Howes or um, Oprah, whatever, um, it's something that resonates deep within you. And that, that might be one person, but you're going to help change their life. You know, it's, it's something that we can all do. We can all make those little changes for someone else. And so don't, I guess what I'm saying to the listeners is just don't, don't not put that out there, <laughs> put it out there. It's one of those things that like changed my life and I could never figure out the right words until my mentor says it, but like live your life, how you want to remember it in hindsight, you know, like when you're 97 years old, like what's the story you want to tell. And, you know, if one day, like I genuinely started at 24 to live, like I've been journaling since I was 22 and thank God, like I can go, like, that's what I'm running a program right now in codependency. So I can go back to the time that I was 22 and in the depths of it and to like, look at it. But it was like, I always believed that some way, like I knew my brain was a little bit different, but there was a story to tell behind that. So what's that story that I want to tell? And I continually, if I'm going through something like right now, going through my breakup and pivoting my business in the way that we are and expanding and growing in at fast capacities, you know, it's like, how do I want to tell that? Like the duality of that, I could succumb to it and become the victim of it. I can be like, oh my God, like screw him, da, 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 like the whole journey that we all sometimes feel because our heart hurts. Or it's like, how do I want to tell the story of how I actually rediscovered myself and found my voice and found this boldness and was able to actually heal and, you know, do this in a way that was actually constructive instead of like continually putting myself in a trauma response. And so it's like, anytime I go through something, it's just kind of viewing it from that lens of like, how do I want to tell this to my daughter someday? Because there's, there's no mistake that these, these things that we go through are for us. So it's like, how can you use this as a messenger for someone else? Yes, for yourself, because it gives you the strength as you go through it. But at the end of the day, you're going through it to one day tell this story to someone, whether it's, you know, on a podcast and in a brand or what have you, or to your children or to your grandchildren or to your nieces and nephews. Like there's someone that can benefit from the journey that you're going through if you just keep going. Absolutely. Or it's not even that you're telling the story. It's that they're watching the story anyway. Yep. Whether you're, you know, putting everything out on Instagram or not, 
people are watching you and they're watching how you get through these things and how you come out on the other side. And if one person is watching and going, you know what, because she could flip the switch, I can flip the switch or because she can help someone else, I can help someone else or because she can reclaim her well-being and not only reclaim it, but help others because of it. I can do that too. And I, you know, I read, it's funny because I just talked about this on, I had a podcast interview earlier and I just said the same thing. It's funny how the same thing comes up, you know, in the same day, but it's what if your legacy is today? What if it's not what you leave behind? It's what you're doing today. I mean, that's huge. If you think about it, that's huge. It's, it's what you do every day. And Dr. Seuss has a similar quote that says, um, you know, behave as if today is the day you will be remembered. You know, if we all just did that. Yeah. I mean, and as weird as this sounds and it might off whatever, but like, because my mom passed unexpectedly, like it was, she fell down a flight of stairs and that was it. Right. So Yeah, like it's one of those things in my head, like the way I show up to everything is like, if this is the last thing I do, if this, because you never know, right? Like that's the capacity of life. Like it goes, we, we think we have forever and we really truly don't. And it goes so quick. And the people we love, like, you know, I'm happy. I have my mom's journals. That's why I write so much because, Hey, I hope someone knows what's going on. Or like when I do a program, like I'm so there, whether it's one or 100 people in the room, because it's like, if this is that last thing, Ooh, I'm going to blow this out of the park. Like my heart is going to be here. I am so in this because this is my masterpiece. This is my life. This is my legacy. Even if it wasn't my company, like this is what I'm leaving, you know? Girl, you are so wise. So (laughs) wise. I could listen to you all day. Very good. Um, So what is the biggest change? You said you wanted to see more compassion, but what's the biggest change you wish to see in the world? And what do you feel like you're doing to be that change? I mean, I could answer this for you, but I want to hear you <laughs> answer. <laughs> I just think our like, and I hate the term self-love and self-compassion and things of that nature, but like really what I want to say is like people supporting each other, you know, like through their journey and healing their healing the way that they view themselves, because the more we do that, the more we grow our friendships and our authenticity and I truly believe that everyone in this world is just trying to figure out a way to belong and the more that they're trying to figure out a way to belong they're actually disconnecting themselves because they're trying to be everyone else that they're not meant to be and so when you can soon claim yourself show up authentically as yourself you invite others to do the same and I get that's scary to be the first one but the like the depths and the friendships and the you know the growth that we have I think that is truly how we would change Mm. (laughs) it's almost kind of freakish but I have to tell you the other quote that I wrote down because it just goes right along with what you just said (laughs) and that is when a woman rises up in her glory her energy is magnetic and her sense of possibility contagious (laughs) I mean if that doesn't just I don't know what does you know oh gosh all right we need (laughs) we need to wrap this up but before we do I just want to acknowledge you Laura Patricia Martin for being able to flip that switch for helping other people um realize that they can heal themselves and be happy um for realizing that judgment um 
our wounds we haven't healed and helping other people to heal those wounds um, and for helping people um, just find a way to, to be themselves and still belong. So I just acknowledge you, you're doing great things and I'm, I admire you. Thank you. Thank you so much for what you're doing as well. And, you know, creating a platform to people speak, to speak on this. This is truly like podcasts are what saved my life in those moments. So I love what you're doing and I'm thankful to be a part of it. Thank you so much for being here. Your Shield, an app which allows you, the user, to be in complete control of what word activates it and who is coming to your aid. You program the word. You program your alert partners. Once you utter the word, it will begin recording and tracking your location and help will be on the way and your assailant will never know. Your Shield, available on the App Store.